Welcome back, Yodis, to another episode of the CSUSB Advising Podcast. My name is Matt Markin, and with me today is Professor Wesley Niewanner, Chair of the Anthropology Department, and here to talk to us about the anthropology major. Professor Niewanner, how are you? Doing good. How are you doing? Yeah, doing well. So good. let's go ahead and get started. Uh, tell us about your background and, and how you got to CSUSB. Well, I'm a, um, I have a PhD in biological anthropology from the University of New Mexico, and um, CSUSB is the first place I actually applied to after I got my PhD, and uh, they wanted me here. So I've been here for over 20 years now. My field of study is uh, Neanderthals and early modern humans, and um, I study the evidence for behavioral changes in Neanderthals and, and the early modern humans in, in Europe. Nice. Sounds very, very interesting. And one of the questions we get a lot from students is to learn more about the different majors we have at Cal State San Bernardino. So how would you describe the anthropology major? Well, anthropology is something that most people aren't very aware of, you know, because it's not taught specifically in high school. Um, so the definition of anthropology is that it's the study of humans, uh, both present and past humans, uh, as well as our closest non-human primate relatives like apes and monkeys. And um, it's trying to understand their variation and their behavior. Yeah. And then uh, for CSUSB, can you talk about the the bachelor's degree and does um, does the anthropology department do you offer aside from the bachelor's degree? Is there any minors or anything offered? Right. Right. So the, the bachelor's degree, because anthropology is actually composed of uh, four fields, um, biological anthropology, which is kind of the, you know, the biological aspect of humans and our closest relatives. And then social cultural anthropology is another kind of major subdivision of anthropology. And then archaeology is another part of anthropology. Most people don't realize that archaeology is actually anthropology. Uh, and then linguistic um, anthropology is another field. Our majors concentrate on the first three, uh, getting classes in the biological anthropology, social, cultural, and archaeology to get a, a broad feel for what um, anthropology is. And the next part of the question was, is there anything besides the major that we do have a minor in anthropology, and we also have a, a master's degree that we offer in applied archaeology, and um, we also have several, uh, we have different ways of, of doing internships and so forth. Nice. So a lot of different opportunities. And it looks like too, like, let's say with the bachelor's degree in anthropology, whether a student is, you know, still thinking about if they want to go the archaeology route, the biological anthropology route, or sociocultural anthropology route, the lower division requirements are going to be the same, uh, no matter which of those areas they want to go into, correct? Correct. We have, um, in a, you know, 1000 level classes in, in all three kind of introductory classes in all three subfields. And they're also part of the GE. So you get a GE credit for that. And we actually have some upper division uh, GE courses also that are part of anthropology. Nice. So they could take some classes and it'll count for both. And yeah, you can yeah. double dip. Nice. That, 
and yeah, I think a lot of students that, that we talk to are always interested to know about, hey, is, can I have a class that can count for a couple of different areas? So this would be a great example of one of those. Exactly. Uh, and of course, another question we get a lot is, you know, internships, career opportunities. Uh, can you talk more about uh, examples of some internships or career opportunities that might be connected with anthropology? Right. So the uh, main internships that we have are with the Anthropology Museum. So we do have a museum that's dedicated solely to anthropology and run by the anthropology department, actually run by um, Dr. Hune, who's the director of the museum. And she does take on students that can, can uh, do internships in uh, museum studies. She runs a museum studies course, but she also does uh, internships occasionally. Um, if you're interested more in the archaeology side, we do work a lot with the San Bernardino uh, County Museum. And the director there um, often takes, you know, is requires volunteers to work on their collections. And we can turn that into some sort of uh, assistantship or, or internship. We also offer a lot of resources for field work. We do have summer field work um, scholarships that we give out every year. So this year we gave out about $25,000 worth of uh, field work scholarships. So that would allow people to get a better idea um, of what it's like um, to do field work. And this can be field work in, again, biological anthropology at, for example, in Europe, um, when they excavate medieval cemeteries. Um, it can be field work in uh, social cultural anthropology. Uh, it can be field work in archaeology. It could even be field work in primates, because we've had some people that are interested in primate behavior and primate um, ecology. Um, those are competitive scholarships, so you do have to apply for them, but we do have quite a bit of resources available for that. Yeah, and these could be, and this in a sense gives students like a hands-on experience. Exactly. That's the whole idea. So they can really see what it's like to be out in the field uh, to do these kind of things. Um, talk to other people uh, from other schools that are also taking the um, uh, field classes. Um, talk to the instructors at the field classes. Um, it's a great Experience, learning experience to, you know, not only learn about obviously what the field school is about, but also meet people from, you know, other cultures from other countries and, and ask what their experiences are. Yeah. So not only are you going to meet other people, learn about other cultures, take some classes that can count for both the major and also for general ed requirements, but you also get some of that hands-on experience as well. So exactly. already a fantastic major as is. Yeah. And of course, you know, people have to, you know, it's not required that you do the field work, but it's an opportunity right. um, to do field work and uh, you do have to apply for it, but our students are pretty successful um, at getting, you know, funding, uh, sometimes full funding for the, for the entire, um, you know, travel expenses plus field school expenses and so forth. Now, students, let's say they do end up um, declaring their majors anthropology and they're more interested in doing some of this field work, but, you know, have questions about how do I get, let's say, a scholarship or how, do, how can I, you know, try to get a lot of it mostly covered? Would they go and talk with you, talk to someone else within the department? Uh, primarily, they would talk to me. Um, we do require a letter of recommendation uh, if they're applying for one of these fieldwork scholarships. So they can actually talk to anybody 
you know, any of our faculty members that have similar interests. So if they, if they want to do, again, since I'm a biological anthropologist, if they want to do field work in, there's again, like a field school in Romania that runs every year where they um, excavate medieval cemeteries. So they could, you know, probably come and talk to me about applying to that field school. But if it's a social cultural field school, um, then they probably want to talk to one of the uh, faculty members that specializes more in social cultural and then archaeology also. And you were talking about a little bit about some of the things that students are learning in these different areas, depending on, on what they might choose uh, within anthropology for the major. But can you talk more about maybe generally speaking, what students are learning in some of the classes? Well, all of our classes, well, we think we have the best students, first of all. Um, all of our classes concentrate on um, critical thinking, right? We we like to have we like to make students um, kind of explore the world, explore the the world of ideas to try to come to an understanding of how to approach a question that maybe they've never thought about before. So, how do you do research on the question? How do you frame questions? How do you frame research? And then how do you interpret what you learned? And that that kind of framework runs through uh, especially the um, upper division classes that we have. And it doesn't really matter which um, subfield it is, right? It's still the same process of trying to make sense of new ideas or ideas you've never heard about before and how do you how do you deal with them? And the good thing about our classes, again, especially the upper division classes, is that we have fairly small class sizes, so maybe 10 or 15 people per class. So you really have the ability to talk to the, the, the instructors. Um, so it's not like you're in a giant uh, auditorium and they just say, okay, learn this and then go away and come back again. Yeah, so we actually get to ask a lot of questions that you may have right then and there. Exactly. And, you know, you were mentioning that, you know, anthropology may not necessarily be a topic or subject that's um, offered, let's say, in, in high school. So this is kind of like their first, in a way, the first time they're getting to maybe get the class and maybe right. register for a class for a GE and get exposed to anthropology. Um, are there any misconceptions that you think students may end up having or others might have about anthropology? Well, I don't think it's so much about misconceptions. I just think it's a, a, a lack of understanding, again, because, for example, in high school, you know, they'll learn biology, right? They'll, they'll learn about other cultures in, in high school. And they even may learn about ancient history, you know, Egyptians and Romans and even before that. And that's the, all of those things are the province of anthropology, but they're not told that, oh, you know, an anthropologist would be doing all these things. So I think it's, it's just a question of, of not understanding that all of these things are part of anthropology. And so what anthropology really does is we're a synthetic science. We, we synthesize um, information from all different kinds of fields and try to make sense of it. And can you tell us a little bit more about any resource resources within your department or talk to more about your scholarship? Sure. So actually for students, we do have quite a few you know, resources. One is um, a great resource that we have is the Anthropology Museum. 
so that gives students, again, some um, hands-on um, experience in how to design um, museum uh, exhibitions. We actually have a class, a lab class in museums. Um, we also have uh, quite a few collections that are used in our classes. So for example, I teach an osteology class, which is the study of bones. And um, we have an excellent uh, collection of uh, human osteology examples so they can learn that. Uh, we have quite a good collection of uh, casts of um, ancient humans, you know, going back to over 3 million years ago. Um, we have a lot of um, examples from archeology span that they can work with. Um, we also have lab classes. I already mentioned the museum lab class, but we also have an archeology span lab class where they can, again, do kind of some hands-on things like, for example, uh, producing a, an adlatl, which is a kind of a spear that is thrown with a throwing stick. And um, so in addition to those kind of classroom resources and collections, kind of hands-on resources, uh, as I mentioned before, we do have um, quite a bit of um, resources, quite a bit of money um, for these summer um, fieldwork scholarships. Nice. And we're recording this uh, at the end of May, early June. Um, is there anything you want to talk about regarding what your department's been up to lately? Well, sure. Um, right now, uh, we're at the, you know, we just finished up the semester. So we have um, one, one of our archaeologists is actually in uh, Oaxaca, Mexico, doing excavations. Um, there's a, they just had a, had a, um, a hurricane passed through there. So he was emailing me saying that they're, um, he's fine, right? But they're having to deal with the weather. We have um, um, museum exhibits that are coming up. Uh, Dr. Hewn is working on several uh, museum exhibits. Um, and then um, I'm submitting a chapter for a book. <laughs> and um, we have, a, of course, our students, um, several of them, five or six that are going on uh, summer um, to summer field schools. Wow, that sounds exciting. And as we wind down with this interview, if a student has questions or they're you know, saying, hey, I'm listening to this, this podcast episode, I'm really interested in anthropology now, um, would you have them go to your department or um, your website? How can they reach out to you? Sure, just go to the anthropology website. Um, you can email me. Um, I, I'm on my email all the time. Uh, so feel free to contact me by email. Um, um, if it's over the summer, I'd be the one that would be uh, the one to contact. But during the regular year, uh, you can contact any of our faculty members. All of them um, are very welcoming to students. And especially if you have a question that relates. So when you go onto the website and you look at the faculty members, there's a little bio that tells you what they're doing, you know, what they're interested in. And so if somebody is interested in museum studies, you might want to contact Dr. Hune. Uh, if you're more interested in archaeology, then you probably want to talk to one of our archaeologists or, you know, social cultural anthropologists or whatever. But I'm always available um, for either emailing or Zoom. If you want to talk about something over Zoom, um, just go ahead and, and contact me via, via email. 
All right. Sounds good. And Yodi's hopefully got a lot of information. And yeah, if you go and check out the website, csusb.edu forward slash anthropology. Yeah, you just click on faculty and staff. I'm clicking on there right now and getting to know a lot more about the different faculty members within the department. Exactly. So, Dr. Neewanner, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Sure. No problem. I really appreciate you having me.